you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid any longer, my little sheep, for your Father is pleased to give you a kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, or an inexhaustible treasure in heaven awaits you so that no thief can reach or moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there is also where your heart will be. Gird your loins and light your lamps and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have them recline the table and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would have locked his house. You also must be prepared for him at an hour that you do not expect. The Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? The Lord said, who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master will put in charge of all the other servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly I say to you, the master will put the servant in charge of all of his property. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to take advantage of the men's servants and the maiden servants to eat and drink and, and get drunk, and then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day and an unexpected hour and will punish that servant severely and will assign him to a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will but did it not make preparations to act on it or according to his will shall be beaten severely. The servant who was ignorant of his master's will but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating will be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It wasn't this year, but it was last year when we took a tour of Sicily that I, I made an acquaintance with a very interesting woman, the guide. We're a lot of people, of course, we came from, from the St. Peter's University, so we're like 30, 40 people. But she was a very friendly lady, and at breaks, I'd often sit at her table. And we were in one piazza one day, and she saw someone coming across the piazza and said, Oh, il mio... Excuse me, il mio tesore, 
my treasure. I said, what was that? She says, well, the Italians have certain phrases that are affectionate towards certain people, and this is a very special person. He is mio tesoro. He is my treasure, my good friend. I said, oh, il mio tesoro. You say that to only special people, il mio tesoro. Faith is our tesoro. This faith that is being woven into the scriptures today is our treasure. A hidden treasure sometimes, a distant treasure sometimes, but nevertheless a treasure. We heard examples of that from the beautiful letter of, of Hebrews. That's a great letter. If you want to know the relationship between the Old and New Testament, read that letter several times. It's such a fulfilling way for us to understand who Jesus is in light of the God of the Old Testament, his father, who had not yet revealed himself in Jesus. It's a great letter. But in that letter, this section on chapter 11, we read today something about Abraham. And you know Abraham. Abraham is an old man. I mean, he wasn't always old. When he, at this point, when he became famous, he was old. He's an old man. He and Sarah were married, but they had no children. But they had faith in God. And God fulfilled their dream and their faith one day and gave them a, a child, Isaac. This was in the readings maybe two or three weeks ago when the, when the three guests came and they visited Sarah and, and, and um, Abraham. And with that fulfillment of faith that God will take care of us someday, even though if you, if you were sterile those days, you weren't looked upon as very healthy or as something is wrong or you were cursed, not so today, but in those days, primitive times, that's the way they thought. Then they had a child. His name was Isaac, the one who smiles, Isaac. God tested the faith of Abraham. And you know the story. We're in Semitic culture. And in that culture at that time, in that area of the world, Ur, which is way up in Mesopotamia, people used to sacrifice their children as a way of appeasing their gods. Like literally sacrifice, like put a knife to them. And that was to say, a way of saying to God, I appreciate your, everything you've done for me. Here, take this kid back. Isaac was put to the test. And you know the story. God says, Abraham, I want you to come on the mountainside and make a sacrifice to me. Okay, so he packs up his kid, Isaac, he packs up his donkey, takes the wood, goes up, because it's going to make a fire, and he's there and, and, and says to God, oh, I, I, don't, I don't see any lambs or sheep. Who am I going to sacrifice? Your son. Imagine the anxiety going through. My son? The one I waited for all these years? I was almost dead and you gave him to me and Sarah? He takes the son and puts him on the altar of the rock that, by which he was going to sacrifice him. And as the knife is going to go into Isaac, the angel of the Lord takes his hand and the voice of God says, you've shown me how much you trust me. You've shown me how much faith you have in me by giving me your only son. Now I will make you a man who have more sons you can ever counted. Your descendants would be as high as the, the number of stars in the sky and as many as the grains of sand on the seashore. And that's what the letter of Hebrews refers to today. 
And he journeyed in faith, blind faith. I mean, he wasn't physically blind, but he journeyed. Because God said, take your family, your, your crops, your kids, everybody, and you're going to a new land that I'm going to give you. Now, he was waiting for a land, as, as the scripture says, built of columns and architecture. Eventually, the Holy Land did become that. But God had a different plan. So now we have two levels of meaning going on when God is going to bring us to a new land. And he makes it very clear that this land that God has, besides a geographic place, that God has in mind is going to be his own land, God's own land. It's going to be heaven, be our destination. And as, as the letter says, faith is beyond our grasp. We don't see it. But if we have it as a treasure within us, we go, we keep going, and we follow that call. It's happened in your lives, I'm sure, if you reflect back, any of us. I mean, I, I could tell my own stories, but we have our own stories in which, uh, I don't want to do this, the way things happened, I'll do this, I'll go through this experience. And then you look back and say, thank God for that experience. Because without that experience, I wouldn't have been exposed to this, this, or this, or this person, or that person, or met my wife, or met my husband, or had a child. So, faith is our foundation, and it is our tesor, our, our treasure. And what the scriptures are telling us today, I want you to have faith. The scriptures are saying, not me, I want you to have faith, but realize it's not realized. It's not going to be something you see, because that's not faith. Faith is praying for, working towards what you don't see, but you have the confidence that God sees it and speaks to you and is nudging you along. Now, faith does not give us an ideal uh, location in the world, doesn't make us happy every day, it should make us secure, but it's not a, it's not a, a wish, it's not a, a genie's lamp. Faith is developing a relationship with someone, God, that you don't see, but you know is there. If you want an example, just use your own relationships with someone who's traveled abroad or you haven't seen in a while. You love that person. He or she is in another country, another part of the States, whatever. Your, your, your love doesn't stop because he's not here, he's over there. Your love doesn't diminish because he's in another country. Sometimes it even increases. And thank God for technology in the 21st century, we can text them and Google them and all that other stuff to find out how they're doing and even see them on machines, cameras. But faith is like that relationship. The more we put into it, the more we benefit from it. We don't get anything out of it. You don't get pockets full of money because you have faith in God. But we have more than pockets full of security knowing that he listens to everything we do, knowing that he's watching us, knowing that we're encouraged to live our Christian life, and as Jesus gives us today the example of what the Christian life should be, he tells us, be ready. Be ready because you don't know when the fulfillment of your faith is going to happen. So with Abraham, we're journeying. We're, we're walking. We're gathering history as we go along. We, get, we meet new relationships. We meet new people. And the quality of relationship that we have with people as we move along on our journey of faith will sort of prepare us for the quality 
of our destination in heaven with God. You're mean, you're prejudiced, you act like an animal here on earth. You ain't going to heaven, I'm sorry. It's me speaking, not God. But who? he doesn't want you. He wants us to hold on to the faith that it supports us. Even when we're in doubt. Even I spoke to a friend today in Jersey. Love her dearly, I'm not going to say her name. She's on the beach. LBI, Long Beach Island. It's a place in New Jersey. I said, oh, I said, there, I heard there are a lot of nice parishes. There are Franciscan parishes. They're on LBI. She said, mm, it's okay. I may not be getting to... Ah. I said, say your prayers anyway. And she, we, we, we know each other well enough. Her faith didn't disappear. It got lazy today. It was God and, or the sun. And guess what? Today, only today, the sun, S-U-N, not S-O-N, went out. But her faith, her faith didn't go, and God didn't say, oh, to hell with you. You don't, you don't want to come to church today? To hell with you. No, God's faith is our foundation. We, it's like harder than this. It's always with us. We have a doubt, we have a question, we have a, a journey, we have a decision. Don't chalk it up to a coin. Don't read the horoscope. Go inside in prayer. What's the best thing for me to do right now, God? What, what's the best way for me to proceed on this journey of, uh, or this challenge whether, or this work opportunity or this, this uh, geographic move opportunity? What's the best way for me and if I'm a member of a family and my family? That's utilizing the faith and connection we have with God. Yeah, prayer. But it's faith that gives us the energy to pray. And as every scripture, every mass shows us, when we pray, all prayer is directed to God the Father. No secret there. Through Jesus, his Son. By the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So whether you pray to God the Father, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, or pray to a saint, all prayer is directed to God the Creator, the foundation of creation. We have an example as to how to live that faith, Jesus Christ. So all prayer is presented to the Father through Jesus Christ. We won't pray unless the Holy Spirit nudges us along. You may not feel or experience the Holy Spirit, but just the fact that we raise our minds and hearts to God, we're being inspired by our faith and the Holy Spirit that is with us always. So the last few weeks, our scriptures have been challenging us to pray, to develop our faith, to, to, to do what we're supposed to do. And that long explanation of Jesus about you know, the servants. It's a great parable. Good. I mean, it's a good, appropriate parable. Read it. Look at it. But the bottom line is, be ready. Because our direction of faith, our journey of faith, is to join our brother Jesus Christ in heaven and to meet his Father and to experience the Holy Spirit. And that heaven is not going to be a palace. It's not going to be a, a big house. There were metaphors like that in the Scripture. I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's going to be the fulfillment of everything we can imagine. And, and don't go greed. Don't go gold and money and drinks and food. That's, that's not the fulfillment of our faith in heaven. It's something beyond that. Something like what Jesus is experiencing right now after the resurrection. 
total fulfillment, total unity with God the Father, total availability to every one of us. The journey of faith begins when we're born. The journey of faith is nurtured by us when we meet at this altar and eat the body and blood of Christ. The journey of faith is something that we can't predict, but as Abraham sojourned, sojourned in the desert and his heirs followed him, he expressed to God his trustworthiness. He had his ups and downs, he had his challenges, but he never let God go asunder. He's listening to you right now. He's reflecting with us right now. Not Abraham, God. He hears what every one of us is thinking. He's always available to us. He loves us. And through faith that we practice, through prayer and kindness and charity and understanding, it's connecting us to God and his son Jesus, our brother. Continue journey. Continue it. If it's around the corner, the Philippines, Italy, because what we're sharing is un grande tesoro, a great treasure, our faith. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.